Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth your time in checking out. So, this week is a very special week. I got a lot planned. Look out, look out for something to drop on Wednesday. I won't tell you what it is, but just know that you might want to check your feed on Wednesday because there's something special dropping. And then I have a few other things that I'm going to update you guys on as the week progresses. Moving on, welcome to episode 20. Hey, we did it. I didn't think I was going to make it this far. And I've said that at episode 10 and even with episode one, I didn't think it was going to make it this far. I don't know... I still have a lot of fun doing this and I have a lot of fun recommending things and I love the feedback that I've been getting, which is a lot of fun. So let's get to the first of this week's announcements. A few very dear friends of mine that have encouraged me to get. And so as of Monday, there is going to be a Patreon page and a Kofi, coffee, whatever. The buy you a coffee site. Both of those will be up. Both of those will be maintained. And in the coming weeks, more content is going to be going there that I would like to kind of give back. I have a few episodes already in mind that are a little shorter that I couldn't make into full episodes, but there will be like short recommendation videos that I'm going to throw there or different episodes that I wanted to have, but didn't have a place for them to go. And so in the future, those are going to go there. This will stay as a recommendation podcast. And so will the spinoff. Those won't be exclusive at all, but there's going to be like different tiers, the works. <laughs> Look, the lowest level is a buck because I mean, why not? I mean, it's not a lot. And I know right now having tons of extra funds isn't anything that anybody has. And I think a dollar is a pretty good entry into just some extra episodes, which is exactly what you get at one. And then as you go higher, of course, like they increase and there's going to be more stuff going there. But, I, you know, you see different Patreon people throw up like five, 10, 15, 20 dollars for for subscriptions. And I'm like, why, man? Like, I'm sure some people pay for them, but for me, this is just a way that I can hopefully start to get better equipment because I'm still using kind of a raggedy setup to do all this. And I would love to not only improve this, but I would love to have another place for the community to hang out and for you guys to ask me questions or to do like AMAs or again, like uh, posting the extra episodes that aren't long enough or big enough to be here will go there. And so these will stay about. 20 minutes long and so that's pretty much it hope i didn't drag that off too long and uh let's get into this week's episode So this week's episode is going to be kind of a conglomerate of a bunch of different recommendations that I put under one umbrella because A, it's episode 20. I think at the big milestones or the semi-big milestones, whatever we're going to call this, I think it allows me to kind of go outside the box, kind of do some things that didn't normally do or will be a lot of fun to talk about. So this week I wanted to go over like essential steel things that you should have in your house. And of course, like that is a very, very broad umbrella and I'm going to get into the different things that I think you should have, period, especially right now. Right now is the perfect time to be getting these things because we're all inside. And so the first one that I want to talk about is one that a good buddy of mine laughs 
uh, at me still because it took me so long to get one. And that is a good chef's knife. And this is something that I think everyone should have because it is better than a blender. It's better than a cutting board. It's better than anything you could possibly own because you can use it for so many things. I use my chef's knife more than anything in the kitchen. Probably second is going to be a cutting board, but that's not made of steel. It's made of like hard plastic. And that's kind of what I want to avoid. I do the, I get the steel things because I don't want, I want to have things that I can have that are reusable and that I can have for a very long time. And a good chef's knife isn't made of steel. I'm going to have a few links in the show notes to different ones you can get. Most often they're made of like a tungsten or a very hard metal. And so maybe this is a better uh, metal episode, but you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. So a good chef's knife, I use it regularly. And yes, a good chef's knife will run you between a hundred and up. And so the thing there is it is something that is nice. It is nice to have, and you should want one in your kitchen. Don't get one of those knife blocks with all the various knives. You don't need all of that. You you really don't. You get a good chef's knife and you take care of it. That thing will act as every knife you will ever need. So to go off of that, there are multiple different knives that you can get. Mine isn't like top of the line. Mine I got from Walmart, which again, sounds ridiculous, but they do have some pretty solid chef's knives. They're not amazing. And And the links in the show notes I will have are one to the one that I have, but also to ones that chefs have recommended and that my buddy has recommended on top of those. And so if you're going to get a chef's knife, it needs to be this. I think a lot of people worry about like, I need like a steak knife and I need like a bread knife. You don't need all these. Just use a chef's knife. You can use it for just about anything in your kitchen. Now, I want to add a caveat here. Do not, whatever you do, do not wash it in the dishwasher. Dishwashers are not meant to take care of things that are that need to be hand washed. I'll just say you need to really take care of these things. And so you need to hand wash it as soon as you're done using it. Reason for this is you don't want that stuff to corrode the blade or to dull it in any way. In time, you can get a blade sharpener. There's a lot of different tools that you can use to keep your blades fresh, but the best thing that you can do is honestly just make sure you hand wash it and don't throw it in the dishwasher. You're good to go. The next thing that I want to do is I want to recommend getting a steel straw, like a metal straw. This I use second uh, most often. And it's it's easy to think of like a straw as like a luxury item or something that you don't need. I think a lot of people focus on the reusability of the metal straw and how it's like saving the environment and stuff like that. And yes, that is the primary motive for a lot of these things that I have, but also they're really nice. Rubber straws uh, feel weird to me. The texture is all funny. And don't get me started on the whole paper straws thing because the last thing that I want is to put a straw in my drink and then for the straw to melt in my mouth. Unless it's made of licorice, I don't want that kind of a straw at all. But a metal straw is fantastic because you can use it all the time. It's always there. And what makes it better is that it feels good. Like this is this is really weird to, to describe, but if you have a metal straw, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What makes plastic straws so great is how quickly they move the liquid from the cup to your mouth. You want whatever is in that cup to go into your face and then move on. And metal straws do that really well, whereas rubber and paper straws 
straws don't really do it so well, and they also feel really weird. I think a good metal straw is fantastic. You can throw these in the dishwasher. You can also get the pipe cleaners. You can get some of those and clean them out really easily. And because it's just one tube and you know, it's not like a swirly straw. So you don't have to worry about like all these things getting stuck in the crevices and whatnot. It's a pretty easy clean. I have one that is bent at like a 60 degree angle. So it's pretty nice. I don't like the straight up and down straws. I would prefer one that is angled toward my mouth so I know exactly where I'm going. Even when I'm not looking at my cup, that's like a whole thing of laziness, but we'll move on. All right, next on the list is metal or steel bottle, like a, a bottle, like a water bottle that you can bring around with you wherever you want. Now, again, mine is from Walmart, but again, there are tons of places and tons of much better water bottles that you can get. I have mine because I go to the gym, used to go to the gym, and I don't want to spend, you know, a significant amount of my workout stopping, going to the water fountain, getting a drink, coming back, making sure nobody jacked my bench or where I was working out, and then go back to workout. When I'm in the workout, I want to be in the workout. I want to stay in the same spot, be in that mindset, and go. That is why a nice metal or steel water bottle is so great. And again, it piggybacks off of what I was just talking about with the straws. It's fantastic for the environment. Like you can use this thing that will keep your stuff cold or hot for hours and hours. And to piggyback off of that, you can throw it in the dishwasher, you can hand wash it, you can do whatever you want, and it's going to be fine. I have dropped my bottle on rock and concrete and whatever more times than I can count. And that honestly is so reassuring. The previous bottle that I had... <laughs> was a uh, plastic water bottle that I had gotten at a gas station and I would just refill the water bottle. Hey, guess what? The downside to using a plastic water bottle that you get at like a gas station or whatever is they're not meant for time. So the longer you use them and the more times you fill them, it erodes the way at the bottle. But also you get into like the chemicals rubbing off. It's just like this whole thing and just don't even worry about it. But I digress. So <laughs> what it ended up happening is me and my buddy Ryan were lifting. Naturally, he was my workout partner at the time and we <laughs> we were moving from the cable machines over to the free weights and I picked up my bottle and I was walking and I don't know what happened but it slipped right out of my hand and the top just exploded off and it just went everywhere it was it was awful contrast that to my metal bottle that thing has been dropped so many times it has dents and dings and scratches all over it and it's fine is perfectly fine and so that's what makes it great is because i don't have to worry about it exploding or going everywhere because not only is it a twist top but it's also a rubber and metal top that you screw on to the top it's fantastic and it's got this like handle it's it's great again links will be in the show notes but you don't have to take my word for it on this bottle i encourage you to get whatever bottle that you can have and use it as refillable now here i'm going to talk about you know replacing plastic with something more durable that can last you a much longer time i want to throw in here real quick for those of you that think that plastic is the most common form of pollution or trash that we have in the world, that's a common misconception. The most common form of trash, garbage, pollution, whatever, what have you, are cigarette butts. And I'll have studied or articles and stuff in the show notes, but basically throwing your water bottle on the ground isn't like accepted in society, but go ahead and take a walk around a parking lot. You tell me how many cigarette butts you see on the ground. There you go. You don't really see plastic water bottles thrown around or straws everywhere, but you do find a ridiculous 
ridiculous amount of cigarette butts. And so that's what I'm going to, I just wanted to have that little tidbit in here. Now we're going to get back to the recommendations. So we have chef's knife, we have metal straw, and we have a metal or steel water bottle. Seriously. So good. Moving on to the next one. Many of you may not need. This is going to be one that is case dependent. But if you have this thing, you need to have its counterpart. So it's going to be a metal iPad stand or a tablet stand, or you can even use your phone, whatever. But a metal stand that you can put a smart device on is incredibly useful, especially if you're doing a lot of work from home right now, or you're doing a lot of phone calls or FaceTime or Zoom meetings, trying to not only balance your iPad up so that way you can, you know, your level, but also if you have a keyboard and you're just using the keyboard and then you just like fold up, like say you have the, um, like the smart folio case or like a bridge keyboard, like these are great, but they don't move your iPad up to eye level. They keep it down and so you have to go down to your iPad or your your tablet in order to make it, you know, on level with you where it should be. But by getting a stand, you remove that obstacle. And trust me, when it comes to FaceTime or meetings or what have you, having a stand is so crucial to making it feel about as comfortable as possible, not only for you, but for the people that you're talking to, especially when you're doing work, you don't want to look down all the time and kind of hunch over. You need it up. And then that way, you know, your posture is good, but also your arms are good. And your hands are good. That way you don't have to sit here and worry about pain or worry about being uncomfortable and adjusting constantly. Getting a tablet stand is one of those things that I think everyone in the, in the tech community inherently kind of knows, but also is one of those things that needs to filter down to everyone else, especially right now, because a lot of people don't know how to have a good FaceTime or a good Zoom meeting or conference call right now. They don't know that you should have really good lighting. You need extra lighting because the camera isn't going to pick everything up. You also need to have headphones. You need headphones for these things, right? Your iPad or your computer speakers are probably really good as compared to what they were, you know, five, 10 years ago. But right now, if you talk in your room isn't designed for this, you're going to have a lot of echo. You're going to have like feedback. You're, when you're talking, those sound waves have to go down and into the input. But if you have, if you have headphones, it removes all of that. So headphones, like those, those I've already covered stand, stand is what you should get, or at least figure out how to have an eye level. That way you're not looking down uh, at everybody and you're not looking up at everybody. It really changes the dynamic of a call and you look and sound a lot better. So a good stand. Again, links in the show notes. All right. So last one on today's list is going to be something small, something that I don't use very often, but is something that I think a lot of people probably do. And this, uh, <laughs> this one's extra funny because for what it's normally used for, I have never used it. Yours truly, uh, and I'll have a link to the episode below. Yours truly has alopecia. So I don't have hair just about anywhere. And I definitely don't have a problem with like ingrown hairs or like needing to trim my eyebrows. It's kind of weird that, you know, this is one of those things that kind of leaped to mind when uh, I was thinking about, you know, things that I wanted to include in this episode. And that's tweezers. And uh, some of you are probably laughing right now because uh, either you have them, you lost some, or you have bought about 10 pairs and they've all gone missing. And so now you're down to your last one and you're probably going to have to go buy another one. That's how I look at tweezers. And why am I bringing this up? Okay, so A, I think tweezers are one of the essential items that everybody should have 
in their bathrooms or in their like toolkit ready to go because they are they are so useful for so many things and now in like the northern hemisphere at least we're about to have summer uh now being that i'm in tennessee and we just had a frost come through this morning i'm pretty sure summer is coming but you know 2020 has been a really weird year so who knows but tweezers right so again these should be metal these should be made of some type of stainless steel or a uh, type of metal don't get like the plastic little plastic ones that you know break or have the little teeth on that you, you don't you don't need all that you just need a decent pair if not a good pair of tweezers now i think we all know that how important tweezers are when you think of like feminine hygiene or even male hygiene when it comes to some having ridiculously bushy eyebrows. Yes, you should get them tweezed. No, it's not weird. Just do it. But what I'm saying is that tweezers when it comes to summer are very, very important. And you hear a lot of a lot of people in like the medical community urge people to use these, especially when it comes to removing ticks and dealing with bee stings. And that's that's one of the big reasons why I'm going to recommend it now is because when it comes to ticks because of climate change ticks are becoming more and more rampant in places that don't know how to handle them there will be a link to an ologies episode in the show notes and it's all about ticks and learning about them no a common misconception is that they like fall out of trees on top of you no no, they don't. They usually hang out like on tall grass or like bushes and stuff like that. And they just, they hang there with uh, like their feet extended. And then basically what happens is as you walk by, they just cling on kind of like Velcro and then they cling on and then they can just, you know, find a cool spot and hang out and then drink your blood and potentially give you Lyme disease. So when it comes to these, when it comes to tweezers, you need to have a good pair. Now I don't have any recommendations as to a pair. Um, you can get any generic pair from a corner store or what have you, but these are really important. And especially when it comes to also hygiene. Yeah, tweezers are essential. And when it comes to tick removal, you want to be able to get as close to the skin as possible when removing them because you don't want to leave anything behind, but you also want to get the entire thing out. And you should, you should put them in like a plastic bag, throw them in the freezer, and then that way, in case anything develops you can take that in and that way it can be tested when it comes to bee stings right bee stings are tricky because depending on the location and where it is and the size of the bee the longer that that thing is inside you the more venom it's going to push in and yes it's venom venom and poison are commonly mistaken for one another but let's do a quick rundown so venom is anything that is injected into you poison is anything that you ingest that you take in voluntarily well, <laughs> I guess voluntarily or involuntary, but you take it in and then it causes damage. Venom is something that is injected into you. So there are venomous snakes, for example, where there are poisonous frogs and there are exceptions to everything, but that's just a handy way to understand it. When it comes to bee stings, you want to be able to get as close to the skin as possible still, but you also want to remove it as quickly as possible. A lot of people suggest like a card, like a credit card, and you can scrape it off. I never liked this idea because I never, you have to go against the way that is natural. You just want to kind of just kind of scrape it off as quickly as possible. The downside to that is if depending on the angle you go at, how quickly you do it what you could end up doing is squishing the stinger further and injecting more because if you look at the stinger it's still wiggling because it's pumping more in you obviously don't want that but if you get tweezers you can just grab the very base where the actual stinger is and just pull it out by there and then you can take you know um, the abdomen out 
with it. So I think all of these are really great recommendations going from most expensive to least expensive, which I didn't expect was going to happen. But hey, you know, it's nice when things work out. I wanted to round this episode off with just thanking everybody for helping me get to episode 20 and being so supportive and so cool. I am going to be looking at to doing more things like what's going to drop on Wednesday. I'm not going to, I don't want to badger everybody by, uh, you know, promoting the Patreon and stuff every episode because you guys know by now that if there's something that I want to talk about, I'm just going to talk about it. But I also know that I don't want to get annoying. You guys know that it's in the show notes and I'm thankful just to have listeners. Anything else outside of that is like a extra cherry on top of the already cherry topping that I get. And that's getting to do this. And so thank you everybody. And I uh, hope you're all staying safe and I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.